regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. Public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We uh, Captain Reverso had a bout with COVID, and so we had to uh, cancel the show for a couple of weeks. Uh, I believe you're wrong. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> yes. So uh, our executive producer is under the weather still. We've just had a little health issues for the last few weeks, so I will be running the soundboard, and it will be muy perfecto for our Spanish listeners. And uh, – so yeah, no, I, I had a bout with the China virus and uh, I, I had like that gnarly cough last week. So it was the week before last and uh, I actually took ivermectin. It not, it like, so it kept it from like getting real bad, but uh, I was like low energy Jeb. I didn't have a lot of energy. So, uh, and then the following week I had like a, this, the horrendous cough and then I think me coughing into the microphone is pretty played out at this point. So yeah, uh, a long COVID. Yeah, no, no more long COVID. So I did actually too. I didn't tell you this, but uh, I had some hydroxychloroquine, and I took that for uh, until the cough went away. And so, I you might hear it once or twice this evening, but I haven't had any issues with the coughing. Well, that's good. Yeah. So this is blue collar blacklisted. You can find this on the internet at bcblpodcast.com. Email us info at bcblpodcast.com. And find us on True Social at Blue Collar Blacklisted Podcast. And pardon me if we're a little bit rusty. We've never had two weeks off before, so uh, I think we've, yeah, we've never had two weeks off. So apologies for the delay. I got a ton of messages, uh, emails and stuff like that, but, uh, and I don't know if they were responded to promptly or not. But we're back. And so a lot of stuff happened, and, like, there was, like, a massive backlog of uh, stories and so we had to be kind of selective, and I, so the biggest thing is the uh, Chinese. Everybody's talking about the Chinese <laughs> spy balloon. Yeah, and I saw, yeah, I saw a meme that had like you know somebody had written on it said uh, Weber Baron <laughs> Chinese Weber Baron. Uh, so anyway, um, the. Uh, I don't know. I felt like I didn't really pay a whole heck of a lot of attention to it because I felt like it was a distraction, but um, I think it's very provocative. And I, I think, too, one of the things, I don't have any of them stories. Well, actually, I do have a story about it up here, and it's the most thorough and comprehensive assessment of it. We'll get to that in a minute. But I felt like uh, when they were saying that, that they had occurred during the Trump administration, that that, that, that no, didn't. Yeah. Didn't. And, and if the way they told the story was true, it, it would have have equated to treason not that that matters to them i just think they're completely full of crap trying to keep the heat off joe biden for um for not being proactive and allowing it to because like it was going over the reports that i read said that it went over some nuclear silos and and, montana yeah and so it had like an antenna array a solar panel array and 
all kinds of uh, information gathering technology on it. Yeah. So you know it was sitting back in real time. Oh yeah, it had to be. So shooting it down at yeah. that point meant nothing except, yeah. I mean, meaningless. So, but um, Whoopi Goldberg is very knowledgeable on all things, uh, obviously geopolitical, and especially when it comes to um, intelligence. I mean, she's basically a CIA operative herself. And so we will sum up the entirety of the balloon debacle with this. This trip. I think that was the right diplomatic call. Well, you know, listen, we spy on them, they spy on us. We find out stuff, they find out stuff. You know, and the world keeps going around. (laughs) We'll be right. It's funny. She's wearing a white hoodie, and aside she looks from like her, a balloon. Exactly, <laughs> aside, from, aside from her stupid, fat, moronic-looking head, she could be that balloon. Oh, she, what a fat pig! They're spying on us. We're spying on them. What are you gonna do? I kind of sound a little bit like Anthony Fauci. They do have that same gravelly, nasty voice. And then, so I don't. I can't, I have nothing. Or rather, I have no idea about the view, but I don't know who that other bimbo is. But I think that was the right move diplomatically. You, oh, here's the weather balloon itself. That thing's humongous, dude. I said it was the size of three school buses. Yeah, so is Whoopi. <laughs> so there you go. And it had a payload of explosive in it, supposedly. Seriously? I said, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, theoretically, man, they, they could detonate a nuclear device or one of those things, and it would cripple our entire country. Like, but the, I find it hard to believe that the, that the U.S. had, I mean, they had knowledge of that thing's existence before it crossed our borders, I'm sure. Probably because it, it crossed over in Alaska. Yeah, and so that's the thing, dude. Yeah. That You know, Xi Jinping just probably told Joe Biden, listen, man, like, just, we, we, we've supported your family financially for how long? We're going to float this balloon right quick. Just let it get off the coast and shoot it down. Let's get our information. We're square. You'll get your ten percent, big guy. That's, yeah. I mean, that's how that oh, went. That went down. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> yeah. And so, listen. Again, it's our first day back, so it's been like three weeks since we've done a show. A uh, little bit rusty. X, Y, and Z. Uh, Captain Reverso is horrendously nervous right now. He's sweating. Uh, he's in the hot seat. He's got to help me out this evening. So, um, we're kind of like. Uh, doing we're, we're going to shorten these up and i say that because the state of the union was the night before last and uh we're just going to sum that up again with one with one quick video <laughs> so yeah the, i don't know mistake yeah i started over because rusty. here's the thing i have no idea what he's saying and so i want to see what you think he's saying i i, I want to see what he, he tried to say Make no mistake, if you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. And like they all clap and they have no idea what he just said. Um, so we're going to have to play this about five times. Right. Make no mistake, if you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. Oh, I know what he was trying to say. I know what he said. All right. One more time. I know what he said. I thought he was saying Brazilian jobs. That's not what he's saying. Make no mistake. 
If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto. <laughs> I know what he's saying, which makes it even worse. So you have no idea what he's saying? The cost of something jobs, but... Mm -mm. He's trying to say the cost of prescription drugs. Uh -huh. So play it again. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto. <laughs> I think, right? Isn't that what he's saying? That's what it sounds like. It's either Brazilian jobs or or, or prescription drugs. One one last time, and let, let's see. Let's try Brazilian jobs, like the Italian no job mistake. in Brazil. If you try anything to raise the cost of Brazilian jobs, I will veto it. No, it was Brazilian with an M. It was Brazil. So again, I'm sorry, folks. This will be the last time, but it's going to be Brazilian jobs, is what he's saying. So if you try to make no mistake, folks, if you try anything to raise the cost of Brazil Brazilian jobs, he will veto that. So let's hear it one last time. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of Brazilian jobs, I will veto it. <laughs> Brazilian jobs. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Dude, uh, I'm no fan of George W. Bush or H. Bush either. Uh, trying really hard not to make a wife joke about your wife. Sorry. <laughs> okay, but anyway... Uh, yeah, so I don't like either of those guys, but uh, you know, they the whole thing was that George W. Bush was so dumb, like yeah. he's so stupid. Like on one hand, he masterminded nine eleven according to them, and but he's just the dumbest person on the planet. Um, and this guy's just he just gets a free he, pass, he dude. Know. Like the uh, Comedy Central, nobody, nobody exploits the like not only the stupidity but the dishonesty, the mispronunciation, like that. Like he, he, this isn't an isolated incident. He probably didn't even know where he was. Well, he looked proud of himself after he said it. The, you know, the Brazilian jobs. So, I don't know. As long as they're safe. Hunter safe. was back in the news. I mean, so, he admitted, by the way, like anybody didn't know, like, that the laptop is his. And so, now they're trying to sue people over, you know, the, like, uh, exposing it. Oh, yeah. So, 10% for the big guy. Moving on. That was, that was your, your, that was the summation of the State of the Union. It was all about as intelligent sounding as that. Uh, there was uh, a few times that people like he had he, had mentioned at one point that uh, we're going to need fossil fossil fuels for at least ten years and like you know Camilla Harris had that same dumb look she just had there like that just that idiotic stupid looking goofy dipstick grin on her face and then when every like when the whole Republican side had broken the the, the amount of laughter that he did like she just had this like foul look on her face and another thing too by the way uh that took place there for the people because i'm assuming the majority of people didn't watch it not one minute but there's pictures um camilla harris's husband oh yeah french, kissing french and Joe Biden's yeah wife. what yeah. one on earth dude like so they're literally kissing on the lips like that's weird so i guess covid's over by the way yeah but that that was uh you know we all know joe does that stuff to children but to see her do that to camilla's husband is uh and she's so raggedy she's such a classless nasty woman jill biden yeah. she's so nasty she was wearing this gaudy like she can't help from wearing like the most gaudy outlandish and clownish looking outfit she had like this bright like uh reflective purple dress on um, what's that I'll say, is that the one where she looked like the tablecloth or i mean that basically everything looks like a, a tablecloth or a curtain yeah, she's she's 
again, she's got zero class. She's she's which I mean, what what would you expect? But and then the uh, Twitter files hearings have begun. So we'll spend about fifteen minutes on this only because we're going to listen to you know the our side gets five minutes apiece during the questioning of this board. And I can't like the one of them is the Yoel Roth who gets questioned the most. Which if folks don't remember, that was the guy who is. Um, basically the the government governmental contact that was doing the suppressing of the speech and then the guy that um did his thesis or whatever on uh adult children relationships online uh an extreme pervert this gay dude like whack job so in fact we featured him in the past on this yeah. weekend more on pervert democrat nut job wackos <clears throat> so You'll hear them reference him, and then I can't remember the the Indian woman's name, but they're basically the two that they're fixated on. But there's four uh, members from Twitter, former employees of Twitter, up there now. So, and you know, they're they're threatening in the certain points with uh, legal action and repercussion from Nothing's this, which is going to happen. They're just wasting yeah. money and time. Um, I, I tend to agree, but it uh, it's nice to see some of this stuff out in the open, and. At one, I think it's Marjorie Taylor Greene that is going to talk about the some of the stuff that, that we discussed with the child relationships, and so at a very at a minimum, you you know I don't disagree with what you said, but at a minimum, it's good to see this guy get hammered yeah. with that in a public forum because there's no excuse for it. And he knows yeah. there's no excuse, and so the whole world that's watching this gets to see how big of a pervert you are which I do like that. I, I enjoy that immensely. But So we'll have three of these clips. They're all about five minutes apiece. Um, and then we'll start out with uh, Lauren Boebert. All these are good. And uh, it depends, you know, without control of the Senate. I don't know you, you, on, on the legal side how all this works. I can't even pretend to know. But as far as any legal ramifications, there should be, obviously. But we'll, we'll see. That, that, that remains to be seen. But either way, this is uh, her five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Taibbi, a respected reporter who published much of the Twitter files, said, quote, Twitter's contact with FBI was constant and pervasive, as if it were a subsidiary. Now, I want to better understand why he would suggest that. Mr. Roth, while at Twitter, how many meetings did you have with the FBI? I couldn't say for sure, but I More would than say 10? That's a reasonable estimate. I couldn't say for sure. More than 50? That seems a bit high. Many meetings with the FBI. Well, we know, uh, uh, how many FBI agents worked at Twitter while you were there? I don't believe any active FBI Former agents. Former FBI agents, how many worked there while you were there? I'm aware of perhaps two. Well, we know of at least nine um, because they started the BU group chat, BU for Bureau. Now, Mr. Roth, did the FBI ever ask you to share information like users' communication data without going through proper legal channels? No, they did not. And I would have refused if they had. Um, that's correct. Right. I see that you denied yeah, Agent Chan's request for access to Twitter's data feed. What's sick isn't that you would deny it. Uh, it's that the FBI would even ask you for the private data of American citizens without going through legal channels of the law. Now, I want to remind you, Mr. Roth, that you are under oath. Did the FBI ever ask you to do anything that was illegal or questionably legal? I'm not a lawyer, but certainly not to the best of my recollection or knowledge. Now, from the hearing that I've 
been a part of today. Um, it's almost impossible to tell where the FBI ends and where Twitter begins. We have Mr. Baker here, a former FBI agent, and there seems to be a revolving door between the FBI and Twitter itself. Um, even Mr. Baker said that there was no collusion with the federal government and Twitter. But Mr. Baker, that's you. You are the collusion between the federal government and the FBI. And now with it, this is such a problem because we're seeing censorship all over. Mr. Roth, Ms. Gaddy, did either of you approve the shadow banning of my account at Lauren Boebert? Yes or no? No, I did not. Not to the best of my recollection. Well, let me refresh Can your you memory that? because on March 12th, they have the so these four individuals have counsel there, and yeah. it's blatantly obvious they've been instructed to be as obtuse yeah. as possible. And so I guess the the limited amount of plausible deniability that comes along with saying, "Oh, not to the best of my recollection," you lying sacksish yeah. garbage. All right, hit it. 2021 and Mr. Roth, I know you looked at it because fascist Twitter 1.0 had a public interest exceptions policy, which means for members of Congress to be shadow banned, it had to go before you, Mr. Roth. So I'll ask again, did you shadow ban my account? Yes or no? Again, not to the best of my recollection. So the answer is, Mr. Roth, yes, you did. I found out last night from Twitter staff that you suppressed my account for this tweet. It's a freaking joke about Hillary Clinton being angry that she couldn't rig her election. It's a joke. But in response, being the sinister overlords that you all are, you placed a 90-day account filter so I could not be found. And now we see here that Twitter staff said the visibility filter on my account excluded me from top searches, prevented notifications for non-followers, and much more. This is considered an aggressive visibility filter. You silenced members of Congress from communicating with their constituents. Pause that. You, you silenced me from... So one of the things, what she just said, an aggressive visibility filter, and the reason they did it, and so this is why this is important, no matter if there's actual... Uh, and meaningful legal repercussions for the pe the, the four there uh, or any of the staff for that matter. The important thing about this is, is the visibility perspective that people that, that don't know the inner workings of how this speech was suppressed is completely the, so the, the right to free speech doesn't apply to Twitter. It applies to the federal government. It's a restriction on the government that they, for the citizens that they cannot restrict speech, but Basically, for, for those that don't comprehend how this was working, the federal government had its hand up Twitter's butt yeah. acting as a puppet suppressing speech of citizens and obviously sitting members of Congress, which is completely and totally illegal, which is why they're lying about it. And so it, it, when you talk about big tech and their ability, this, again, just one aspect of this whole phenomenon is how they stole, stole the election, like rigged the rig the election and, and some of them will get into that but so because i already had some texts about this story some people sent this stuff to me and you know no nothing's going to happen right well i mean the fact that this is being exposed because now the Re republicans control the house is extremely important yeah. to me and, and the into free speech into the country people need to see the inner workings of how these dirt bags stack the deck in the democrats favor and not only that but how the democrats and the intelligence community of the united states how corrupt they are to operate in this capacity it's very very important for people to see this so for example if you know someone that that thinks this is meaningless or otherwise this is 
this is what people need to see, which is my point. So that's my rant on that. But go ahead and let her continue. It's about another minute, two minutes. From communicating with the American people over a freaking joke. Now, who the hell do you think that you are? Election interference? Yeah, I would say that that was taking place because of you four sitting here. The Hunter Biden laptop story was suppressed. A sitting member of Congress was suppressed. A, a sitting president was banned from Twitter. You know, I bet that Putin is sitting in the Kremlin wishing he had as much election intervention interference as you four here today. We've heard about threats to democracy. Well, what about shutting down a duly elected member of Congress? This is fundamental to our nation's governance, and you all attacked that very foundation. 230 protections? Well, those are for publishers, not for editors. And it's clear you were not acting as publishers, you were acting as editors. And Mr. Chairman, I think it's far past time that we remove 230 protections for, for big tech platforms who are abusing this protection. And let me just say, I'm not angry for myself. I'm not angry because I was silenced. I can reach out to Elon and to his staff and I can see what's happened. And I can sit here today and hold you all in account. I am angry for the millions of Americans who were silenced because of your decisions, because of your actions, because of your collusion with the federal government. They can't reach out to Elon. They can't sit here today and hold you into account. We don't know where the FBI ends and Twitter begins. But I do want to Ms. thank Mr. Elon Musk over for firing you four and saving free speech and even Twitter. Mr. Chairman, I yield. Got any thoughts on that? This one. Besides how hot she is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So uh, this is, uh, I'm not familiar with this woman. Anna Paulina Luna torches y'all Roth. Uh, this is another, so yeah, we'll, we'll hit her real quick. Cause she has some really good stuff too. And then uh, I think um, green will be next. This is a video. No, that's not it. No, no, I was saying, I don't, Look at the Marjorie, the Marjorie Taylor. Without objection, so ordered. Thank you. Chair recognizes Ms. Luna for five minutes. Thank you, Chairman. Mr. Roth, Mr. Roth, um, have you communicated with government officials ever on a platform called JIRA? Yes or no? Real quick answer, we're on the clock. Not yes to no. the best of my recollection. Not no. to your recollection? Great. Have, if you did, in the event, communicate, who would have had access to this platform? That's the nature of my confusion. Okay. Jira did is you ever speak to government officials on Jira regarding taking down social media posts? Again, not to the best of my recollection. Can you explain to me why the federal government would ever have interest in communicating through JIRA, mind you, a private cloud server with social media companies without oversight to censor American voices? I want to let you know that this is a violation of the First Amendment, and the federal government is colluding with social media companies to censor Americans. Mr. Chairman, I ask for unanimous consent to submit these graphics into record. And Mr. Roth, I'm going to refresh your memory for you. This flowchart behind me. Thank you, Chair. Um, this flowchart shows the following federal agencies, social media companies, Twitter, leftist nonprofits, and organizations communicating regarding their version of misinformation using Jira, a private cloud server. 
On this chart, I want to annotate that the Department of Homeland Security, which has the following branches, Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, also known as CISA, Countering Foreign Intelligence Task Force, now known as the Misinfo, Disinfo, and Malinformation, MDM. This was, again, used against the American people. The Election Partnership Institute, or Election Integrity Partnership, EIP, which includes the following, Stanford Internet Observatory, University of Washington Center for Informed Public, Graphica, and Atlantic Council's Digital Forensic Research Lab, and potentially, according to what we found on the final report by EIP, the DNC. The Center for Internet Security, CIS, a nonprofit funded by DHS, the National Association of Sec Secretaries of State, also known as NASS, and the National Association of State Election Directors, NASED. And in this case, because there are other social media companies involved, Twitter. What do all of these groups, though, have in common? And I'm going to, again, refresh your memory. They were all communicating on a private cloud server known as JIRA. Now, the screenshot behind, uh, screenshot behind me, which is an example of one of thousands, shows on November 3rd, 2020, that you, Mr. Roth, a Twitter employee, were exchanging communications on JIRA, a private cloud server, with CISA, NASS, NASD, NASED and Alex Stamos, who now works at Stanford and is a former security of um, security officer at Facebook to remove a posting. Do you now remember communicating on a private cloud server to remove a posting? Yes or no? Uh, he's scared to death. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't agree with the character. I don't care if you agree. This Do you, this is, this is your stuff. Yes or no. Did you communicate with a private entity? the government agency on a private cloud server, yes or no? The question was if I could- Yes or no, yeah, I'm on time, yes or no? Ma'am, I don't believe I can give you a yes or no. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now that you did and we have proof of it. This, ladies and gentlemen, is joint action between the federal government and a private company to censor and violate the First Amendment. This is also known, and I'm so glad that there's many attorneys on this panel, joint state actors. It's highly illegal. You are all engaged in this action, and I want you to know that you will be all held accountable. Ms. Gaddy, are you still on CISA's Cybersecurity Advisory Council? Yes or no? Yes, I am. Okay. For those who have said that this is a pointless hearing, and I just want to let you guys all know, we found that Twitter was indeed communicating with the federal government to censor Americans. I'd like to remind you that this was all in place before January 6th. So to say that these mechanisms weren't in place and to make it about January 6th, I want to let you know that you guys were actually in control of all of the content, and clearly we have proof of that. Now, if you don't think that this is important to your constituents and the American people from those saying that this was a pointless hearing, I suggest you find other jobs. Chairman, I yield my time. Yeah, dude, she, uh, that, that, that was beast mode. That was yeah. really good. But she, and um, one of the things that stuck out on that flow chart was the DHS giving, giving money to nonprofits. Yeah. And then obviously the DNC is directly involved. And one of the things that I think too, when I'm watching something as messy as this, is that, and it's the Democrats' fault, like by and large, and then a lot of the rhinos, but the Democrats are so deeply entrenched with big tech. And this is what they do. And, he, and throughout, you know, even since the Nixon era, they they operate, you know, clandestine like that behind the scenes to undermine everything. And so then people have to work to undo, just like with all this combined with election fraud, the Hunter Biden suppression of, of the Hunter Biden laptop. So people have to waste time and money, the taxpayers' time and money. So instead of doing comprehensive, thorough, uh, forward, forward thinking and forward moving governance, 
we're stuck, bogged down, spinning on our wheels because the unequivocal corruption within the DNC. It's it's absolutely disgusting that this is what. Because think about it, dude. If you're running a business. And instead of selling, like their job is to govern. And so instead, you know, if, if you're operating a business and your job is to sell and make a profit, but you're stuck trying to figure out who stole what and what yeah. corruption endeavors took place, you, you would be out of business in, you know, no time. Yeah. Yet these people for years on end are able to act in this corrupt capacity with zero legal, legal repercussions. And here we sit foot in the bill for all this crap while they friggin' rob us blind with a ridiculous tax rate on everything and taxation through inflation as well. Like these, these people are so terribly disgusting, dude. This is awful. Like this, the toilet on Washington needs to be flushed, but I digress. Uh, we had a technical difficulty on the uh, Marjorie Green one. So I will do that through the phone. And that is here. Make sure Bluetooth is functioning. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Baker, Ms. Gaddy, Mr. Roth, and Ms. Navaroli. You can consider your speech canceled during my time because you canceled mine. You see, you permanently banned my personal Twitter account, and it was my campaign account also. So let's talk about election interference, shall we? January 2nd, 2002, you permanently banned my Twitter account. This was the account that I would put my campaign ads on, raise money on, fight back when attacked with lies, and be able to talk to my voters in my district. But you banned it. And then let me explain. My account was not reinstated until November 21st, 2022. That was after my election on November 8th. You know, at your company, or your former company, where you worked, Twitter employees, over 98% of them donate to Democrats. So while you coordinated with DHS, the FBI, the CIA, our government, and outside groups to permanently ban, shadow ban conservative Americans and candidates like me and the former president of the United States, President Donald J. Trump, you were censoring and wrongfully violating our First Amendment free speech rights. Guess what? None of you hold security clearances. None of you are elected. And none of you represent 750,000 people like I do. Let's explain. 52 United States Law 10101. No person shall intimidate, threaten, coerce, or attempt to stop any other person for the purpose of interfering with their rights to vote or to vote as he may choose. You didn't shadow ban or permanently ban my Democrat opponent. No, you did that to me. And that was wrong, and it was against the law. You see, not only that, was it, a, was it me that you violated my First Amendment rights? You violated countless conservative Americans. These were doctors that were trying to tell the truth about COVID. Doctors that were having success treating people with ivermectin that you all would not allow to be talked about on your platform. These were parents complaining about their school boards, teaching gender lies in their schools, biological males entering their daughter's bathrooms and sports. These were also people questioning the 2020 election. And guess what? That's Americans' First Amendment right. These were people talking about voting machines. You know what? Democrats did that in 2019, before the 2020 election. 
On Twitter, people could question elections such as 2016 saying Hillary won, but in 2020, no one could question elections saying Trump won. You abuse the power of a large corporation, big tech, to censor Americans. And you want to know something? Guess what? I'm so glad that you're censored down. I'm so glad you've lost your jobs. Thank God Elon, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And you know what? Let's talk about something a little bit further. Here we go. It's amazing to me, Mr. Roth, as the head and trust of safety at Twitter, your ability, or should I say inability, to remove child porn. Now, here's something that disgusts me about you. In your doctoral dissertation entitled Gay Data, you argued that minors should have access to Grindr, an adult male gay hookup app. Minors? Really? You know, Elon Musk took over Twitter, and he banned 44,000 accounts that were promoting child porn. You permanently banned my Twitter account, but you allowed child, child porn all over Twitter. Twitter had become a platform, you said, connecting queer young adults. You also wrote on Twitter in 2010, can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? In 2021, while you were the director of trust and safety on Twitter, an underage boy and his mother announced a lawsuit against Twitter because, because Twitter was benefiting from and refused to remove a lewd video featuring this boy and another minor. That is repulsive. But you violated me. What, did, what were my tweets? Okay, let's talk about them. I was talking about the deaths being reported on VAERS. By the way, that's on the CDC website. I was also saying that I didn't think the, any entity should enforce a non-FDA-approved non vaccine or mask. Guess what? A lot of people agreed with me. But you called that COVID misinformation. By the way, I'm a member of Congress and you're not. I also said the controversial COVID-19 vaccines should not be forced on our military. You want to know something? Republicans stop that in the NDAA. L ladies, time has expired. And your time has expired. I yield back. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, chair recognizes Mr. Gomez. I, there's uh, two things I want to say, so bear with me on this. I'm, I'm going to ramble real quick. I, I, remind me so I don't forget about, because I don't have Nancy Mace up. I'm not a fan of her, but remind me about what she said in this same hearing. One of the things I kind of wanted to talk about um, based off that, what she's really talking about, like how Twitter had the kitty, what'd she call it? Uh, child porn. Yeah, child so, porn. So, uh, child expo exploitation on those apps that occurs, and so uh, people that listen to this show uh, are familiar with me talking about the YouTube account Skeeter Gene, which is the black guy that goes after the online predators like Chris Hansen style. So um, there's another one, a guy, uh, right now. If I wasn't trying to think of it, his, his name eludes me at the moment. I've heard it 20 times this week because he's got a ton of videos. I've seen him some time ago. He's a bigger guy. I think he's, he's in his early 30s. He looks borderline homeless. But um, he essentially does the same thing. They have online decoys. And so, obviously, not being a, a sicko, I don't really have an understanding of how any of that works. 
And so I hadn't seen this guy's particular channel in some time. And, and a lot of it is kind of the same thing. Like they lambast these guys and then, you know, they get the police involved. And so this guy goes to, uh, and, and so if people that want to look this up, it's uh, KPP Southeast Texas is the YouTube channel. Uh, KPP Southeast Texas. And um, so he shows up to a guy, I think he was 31 years old, little sloppy looking dude that worked in security, lives with his parents in a nice you know, middle-class home. I can't remember where this specific one was located, but he's, he's got a, the uh, chat logs inside of a, an envelope, like package. So he shows up at the door, and this is kind of his method of operation. Parents come to the door, hey, I'm looking for Billy Bob or whatever his name was. Got a package for him. And so they go wake this loser up in the middle of the day. Dude comes outside and uh do you care about this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. So the guy wanting not wanting his parents to hear it, like, hey, you let's go let's go off running. Like, come here, yeah, parents, you know, go back in the house. And like, well, what's this about? This, that, and the other. So he gets him to go back in the house. And uh they get out in front of the garage. Of course, nobody wants a camera there. They got, you know, the whole yeah. kind of thing is the camera's here to protect us both. You can't say we hit you or attack you and vice versa. And so, um, so the guy that uh, that, that runs the channel, you, you know, he's telling me, he's like, man, I know you're a good guy. You would never hurt a child. You know, the other. I'm like, what crap is this dude doing? Like, that's not accurate at all. Like, why are you kissing this dude's ass? This sucks. And so he's joking with him and, you know, like fist bumping him. Like, and, the, it, and it's like, I'm not that bright. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I'm not so sharp. So. I was confused. Like, is he like trying to help these people now or something? Like, cause he's yeah. like, yeah, you know, get yourself some help. And the guy's like, am I in any legal trouble? No, I don't think he's, which he said, I don't think you should be in any trouble. And it's obvious to yeah. me, you kind of can tell by your expression, you know where this is going. I, it, I didn't get it. And so the guy's dad comes out at one point. So these, these last about an hour because of what the guy's doing and it's basic police interrogation methodology that he's employing. And so the guy's dad comes out and I think he's kind of put two and two together and says, son, you need to stop talking to this guy. Uh, you're divulging all this information and you have no idea what his motive is. And the son again, like berates his dad and makes him go back in the house. And so the, and this is the first one I've watched of this guy using this new tactic. And so uh, he, he was coughing and he, it's, I still didn't pick up on it. He has like a little code thing that he says, which is a signal for the people in the car to, to call the cops. And so like they're talking and like, so this is every video is about the same, like, shoot. Sheriff's office pulls up, dude, and, like, everything changes. And, like, the guy, uh, dude, he go like, as soon as the cop comes up, man, he, like, but when he's questioning these people, pretending he's their friend, yeah. like, he's going to get them help, they start to admit to having, the reason I'm saying all this, they start to admit to having kitty porn on their phones. And how is the, re the way he's able to find them, he'll follow their Twitter accounts and uh, Instagram accounts. And... Because he's looking, so basically, the way he explains it is, there's, like, Russian and Ukrainian children, nine years old, in provocative clothing, and they have these accounts. But these accounts are ran by these traffickers. So they're forcing these children that have most likely have been abducted and putting these pictures up there, and people will follow it. So he goes to the account and find, finds the people yeah. that's following them, and then... He will follow them. Yeah. And then the, the, when he follows them, the, these pedos will communicate now with this fake child account. 
and it's off to the races. And so that's how he knows they have child porn on their phone because they're, just like she said, they're operating on all these apps and these scumbag leftist child, because we, I'm getting pissed off. (laughs) Everything we talk about, we, you know that this is absolutely unequivocally perverted and here's living proof. So, dude, you talk all this, you can't talk like what he was talking about in, in his dissertation or whatever it was, his thesis. You can't talk like this and not be a sick pervert. And so now you're allowing those perverts to operate on that platform and then suppressing speech of things that you know are true, like the COVID stuff. Yeah. You know exactly. that this is true, but you're suppressing it. But you here you let this flourish because you're one of them, dude. That guy is one of them. The, all those people, all these leftists, dude, I'm sorry, man. That's why I say you can't be a Democrat and, and not say you don't support child molestation now. You can't, it can't be done. It's not because, dude, if you vote for Democrats, you're voting for this crap. I don't give a damn what yeah. the F yeah. you say. So, um, but uh, the, the guy that I'm talking about, man, uh, on YouTube, he had one in Oregon, the state of Oregon. And he worked in a school. And he, so he admitted to the decoy to having pictures of students, elementary school students, taking selfies with him, knows he's not supposed yeah. to do it, had children, was divorced. Um, and so the guy even said, he's like, man, what do you have? What's this thing about, you know, my, my son wears a dress? Oh, yeah, you know, just gender stuff. My, ch- my children are gender fluid. Again, he's one yeah. of them. And, get, and look what he was doing. He had kitty porn yeah. all on his phone, admitted to it. And, dude, he, he crapped the bed when the cops showed up. It was beautiful, dude. I'll have to watch that. And so it's, it's, it's one of the things that's not like, you know, oh, you, you threw this dude under the bus. They did it themselves. Dude, they, they launched this dude in front of a train like a bazooka, dude. He, it was absolute flawless victory, dude. Like, um, and so that's the beauty of it, dude. It's like Mortal Kombat, like, finish him like that's what you think when the cop car pulls up and like dude he's relentless he cut he pulls no punch he's like yeah man i I just thought you know this dude's got this on his phone so it's beautiful when in the line of questioning he's uh do you have anything on your phone you might maybe need to delete or have you deleted it dude because of the tactics he's using and again on one hand now knowing what he's doing it seems like oh man that's so predictable but if i'm being fair the first time i saw him do it i was like man what the crap is this dude's problem so it's it's very very effective and he's good at it so beautiful beautiful work so check that guy out um and again you might have to fast forward a lot of it gets redundant these are all like an hour to an hour and 20 minutes long um but it's it's fascinating man uh but you're getting an inside look at how this sick stuff works and again now look you've got people involved at that level with the federal government operating these big tech platforms that are complicit in that behavior like unequivocally absolutely zero debate here you are involved in that process. Are they not? Yeah, they are. It's- I mean, and I'm not saying they're a little bit. You're, you're not sticking just your toe in. No, Dude, you are fully complicit in allowing that to not, not exist, but to flourish on your platform. So how you could not quantify between all those platforms how many children have been completely exploited sexually no. because of these perverts. Again, look at the news thesis. You're an absolute pervert. You're a sicko, dude. And and look at what they're doing. So, and my other subject while I'm on this rant about to have a stroke, Nancy Mays, who again from South Carolina, I'm not a fan of. She's a, I think she's a dipstick, but she had a good speech when she attacked them. But what she said was, you suppressed information 
that would have been beneficial to me because she got the second shot. Now she's having nerve. I, I think she said she had nerve damage and uh, a few other things that are directly related to the vaccine, a heart condition related to the vaccine. And so she's living, walking, talking proof that, you know, of what yeah. we already know. And then her decision was based off of the information they, they let filter through their BS standard. Yeah. So, but, uh, I've, That's crazy. So we're on the dailymail.com and I would really like, I've been doing a lot of talking already this evening. And so I think that you reading this headline would sound good just because it's so uh, outlandish. All right. So uh, you can go ahead and hit that. Exclusive set, set phone up so I can <laughs> quote, quote, set phone up so I can spy on you showering. <laughs> Hunter Biden threatened to withhold cash draft assistance pay if she didn't FaceTime him naked texts. Naked text shows as it revealed she's the fourth employee with whom he had a sexual relationship. Yeah, dude, another winner. Another depraved Democrat pervert child predator. So... Hunter Biden threatened one of his cash-strapped young female staffers with withholding her pay if she didn't FaceTime him for sex. Shocking text. Not really. I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's ballpark that's, for him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's subjective. I don't think they're shocking coming from him. Shocking text between the president's son, 52, and his young assistant, who was just 29 at the time, show Hunter asking for video sex sessions and sending her cash via Apple Pay after she pleaded that she was struggling to make rent. Now, remember, in the past, we've covered the, the uh, stories that contain the text of him asking dad for money because yeah. he was completely out of money. He had to buy groceries and, uh, you know, uh, for the children, the grandkids that uh, Joe likes to sniff. <clears throat> the woman who DailyMail.com has chosen not to identify worked as an assistant at Hunter's law firm, Owasco, in 2018 and 2019. She is the fourth employee he is known to have had a sexual relationship with. Documents on his abandoned laptop show Hunter put his lover and his brother's widow, Haley Biden, on his company payroll, as well as his, as her sister, Liz Secundi, with whom he also had an affair, text reveal. And so there he is. Uh, um, what a scumbag. God. He also hired his daughter's basketball coach, reportedly former stripper London Roberts, who ended her employment and stopped responding to her messages after she told him she was pregnant with his child. Roberts eventually had to sue him for child support. That's the, we talked about that mm -hmm. one. That's where she's wanting to change the name to. Uh, Biden. Yeah. Messages and emails involving his now 33-year-old assistant first appear on Hunter's laptop in June of 2018 when he flew from Los Angeles to Washington, D.C. Hunter filmed and photographed her having sex with him around that time and saved the images on his laptop. The part-time model and fitness instructor was given important administrative tasks at his company, such as receiving Burisma board documents for Hunter to sign. Um, there were some developments with that this week, too. It's just, man, it never ends. In January 2019, she emailed Hunter's secretary asking why she had not received her December paycheck. Think about this. December paycheck, and she's handling the stuff with Burisma, yeah. this massively corrupt orde or ordeal. So you've already obviously looked at that. But this is a very paltry sum here. So let me start at the beginning of that sentence. In January of 2019, she emailed Hunter's secretary asking why he, she had not received her December paycheck of, and it's Christmas, people, yeah. $837.06. 
and why her company health insurance was not active. Two months later, he sent her $500 by Apple Pay and complained he had really no money due to alimony, tuitions, and other SHIT like girls insurance, etc. Funny, he told his dad the same thing. He told her, goodness gracious, this guy, you're as beautiful to me inside as you so obviously are on the outside, Casanova over here. Miss you very much and feel horrible for having treated you so poorly. Oh, there's the letter. That's the actual yeah. physical letter. Oh, and there's the payments, too. So he invited her to New Hampshire, but she told him, I can't afford the plane ticket. I can barely even make my rent this month. Days later, he texted her saying he would pay her, but that she had to video chat with him. Quote, I will make up for back pay. You have to make up for back work by FaceTiming me and are going to our next club party, Hunter wrote to his young employee. When can you FaceTime me? If we FaceTime, the rule has to be no talk of anything but sex, and we must be naked, and we have to do whatever the other person asks within reason. When can you talk? I can t- I can later in the night, she replied. Wow. And so the thing is, earlier he said, I, I, I feel bad for treating you so poorly, and, then and I can pay you yeah. if you'll FaceTime me yeah. naked. Yeah. God, what a piece of garbage. I'm afraid to school down. <laughs> well, there he is with his pants off. Again, what a goodness gracious. And and it goes without saying, dude, anybody, and obviously saying the Trumps or whatever, but anybody on the con- true true conservative side would never, ever in a million, like the level of protection the media, the, the fake media has yeah. given this butthole is absolutely nauseating. It's totally sickening. So, uh, yeah, that's your Hunter Biden story for the week. What a... F- Mm. Oh, speaking of pervert scumbags that have affairs and have sex with um, Chinese spies, this is pretty funny. This is on the Gateway Pundit. Eric Swalwell retweets satire video post by, I don't know who this person is. Uh, it's a parody account, I think. Carpe Dongtum, savagely mocking him with fart sounds. So, scroll down here. I got, it's been a minute since I saw this. I just know that it made me laugh. Oh, yeah. So. An actual video? No, no, no. You have to go to the top uh-huh. because it, 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 I debated on this just because it, it was. Uh, Rep. Eric Swalwell took to the House floor Tuesday to give an impassioned grand, grandstanding speech in support of Rep. Ilhan Omar, who is facing a motion to remove her, which has since happened, by the way, from the House Committee on Foreign Affairs because of her anti Semitism. Swalwell stood next to an enlarged image of a tweet by then minority Republicans on the Judiciary Committee posted last fall that read Kanye, Kanye, pardon me, Kanye, Elon Trump. Swalwell excoriated Rep. Jim Jordan for keeping the tweet up for two months after Kanye West had made anti-Semitic remarks. So there's a video of that. Hit that. Madam Speaker, when I heard that we're going to no, we're not going to do it for a minute. So you can pause that again. We're not going to do that. Thursday evening, Swalwell retweeted satirist Carpe Donctum tweet of a mocking doctor version of the Swalwell speech, complete with farting sounds and a replacement image featuring a satirical Swalwell tweet made up by Carpe Donctum that read 
feeling cute, might fart on TV, threaten to nuke somebody or bang a Chinese spy later. I don't know. Hashtag YOLO. And for the old folks that are listening that don't know what YOLO is, that means you only live once. And there's the picture. Yeah. There's the So this is what he retweeted. See, he the, and the, the gist of it is, he thought it was that this this satirical guy was was posting this in support yeah. of him without even noticing that he had edited what was on the board, and so it was still up there. But yeah, let me read that again. Feeling cute, might f- fart on TV, threaten to nuke somebody, or bang a Chinese spy <laughs> later. I don't know. Hashtag YOLO. What a moron, dude. Absolute moron. What do you think? Yeah, it's scary. These people are in power. Oh, well, everybody's favorite vice president is up next. Speaking of people, morons that are in power. This is, Come and on. dude, this is so cringy. Oh, goodness she gracious. She's been around for a while. Though. Oh, she's around. It's just we took two weeks off because of your long COVID. Um, and that's the thing, like, as cringy as this is going to be for you folks listening, the, uh, the visual makes it at least 50% worse. Oh, this is uh, only Kamala Harris can make a description of an of an astronaut's launch seem patronizing. Go ahead. Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up. They waved to their families. And they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. <laughs> God, she's ridiculous. Like story time with a bunch of like two-year-olds. They, they, her whole existence... It just reminds me, and I've ran across people like this in my professional life, man. Like that, that, um, that they kiss their ass yeah. into the spot they're in, or by whatever uh, means necessary to, to to get into a spot where they don't belong. And uh, I, and this is no different. It always reminds me of a kid playing with their food. Like you don't know what you're actually supposed to do. Like you have, I mean, you can't even begin to. to to even fill this job description. So you just move the food yeah. around on the plate and none of it ever gets eaten or anything. Like no, the job doesn't yeah. get done. Like you just push it around and smush it and turn it into a smiley face and then laugh like this. Like you're just no different than a kid. And then pardon me if I've used that analogy before, I just think that it's very accurate. Like this is like a little kid that's <laughs> messing around with their food. Like the hell is this bimbo even doing up here, dude? No idea. Waste of air. I don't know. That's it's always a cringy, a cringy treat. You looked excited. Now you look dejected. Yeah. You were, but you were excited to see this at first. Yeah. And now you're not so happy. No. Listeners, if you feel the same way, I do apologize. Uh, so, speaking. Uh, let's see. Oh, here, hit the next one. We're trying to m- move this along. Um. Yeah, we're on Breitbart.com, and look, I'll uh, let me talk about another thing that's not in here because uh, we were out, and I really don't care. Um, 
and this will tie in great with it. But a lot of people have asked me the past couple of days. In fact, you know, like they, they, they joke that like every white person has that one black friend. We have that oh, one yeah. mutual black yeah. friend, uh, that's your coworker. And, uh, I obviously have plenty of black friends, but we both know that guy. And he asked the other day, because I haven't seen him since all the Tyree Banks, which is the uh, black man that was killed by the five black police officers in Memphis a few yeah. weeks ago. And actually, somebody else asked me about that today. I've, I've been asked about that a lot. And so <clears throat> my answer to him was, dude, you know, I've, I, I, I cared um, up until the point that I saw. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, oh, I care. But hey, man, like that's unfortunate until I saw Camilla, Al Sharpton, and that Ben Crump idiot at his funeral, and then Biden tried to, you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> inject his two cents, and um, the stereotypical race grifters did what they did, and any intelligent person at that point tuned out. And, uh, and in fact, this the the our mutual black friend that I'm speaking of specifically, I told him, like, dude, honk, and then I, I, I told him that at that point, honk nation, which is white, like, that's why I tell white people honks. I'm talking to a black person. I call him honks. So it's like, dude, honk nation, stop caring. Yeah. And then I thought about Chad. I told him, I was like, I'm going to change the name of our podcast to honk nation. <laughs> I bet there's some people that I told that to. It's like, I can't believe he really just said that. Uh-huh. Honk over America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, and no, but um, my take on that, if anybody cares or is curious, and I mean, I assume if you're listening to this, you might. Um, that's a Democrat problem, man. Democrat policies led to all that. And one of the things I'll say is uh, Democrat policies and Democrat social engineering have chased a lot of good members of law enforcement out. And so I will say, judging by the way those police officers were talking, their dialect, the N-I-G-G-A, and I'm going to go on, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're using that word, just like the Morgan Wallen dude we talked about some time back, that's just, and I don't think that word's like bad because it's racist. I think that adults should use whatever words they deem necessary. I think if you're using that word, that's a word that morons use. And if you like, that's stupid talk. And like they're talking in that gang st- style. Yeah. And so what it seems to me is those cops were dirt bags because that's all you had. Like, all you have applying left after all the good law enforcement is left. And that's what they wanted because they want to federalize the police force anyway. So I think, you know, that, that was a similar snap. Now I will say this, the left has to be pissed because they've won, like that guy has no, no criminal record. Yeah. And that, that's a big deal. Like he had no criminal record. He's on the way home from work and y'all beat him, left him for like, and let, let him lay there. I mean, it was a bad thing. It's disgusting. Like, but you know, people are like, oh, well, they didn't riot. And I'll tell you why they didn't riot. Because George Soros didn't flip the switch and let the money come in because all those people that rioted, rioted and it was the, the connections, the monetary trail was there and it, and it was shown in, the, in real media. And so also, he didn't pay them to protest. Yeah. That's why they didn't protest. But now, as we all know, if those police officers had been white... Oh, God, it would have been over with. Yeah, but the left would have loved it because that's yeah. what they've always wanted. Because it's, there's never been... And from, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, St. George Kirby. Yeah. What, what name some other ones? What was the one, uh, the, the, the one, uh, that was, got paralyzed with the knife, that, that that guy. Yeah. Um, you, they, they all had criminal records. They were all, or, and, or were in the commission of a crime. And so, 
this this guy was unique in that way, but they they didn't they didn't turn on the money flow because the offend the 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 people that killed him were were black police officers. So, but you know, like Van Jones is saying, it's because of the systemic racism that's involved with law enforcement. Period. Okay, whatever. But again, intelligent people, when y'all start talking about this, tune out. So, but this is the perfect example of what I'm talking about on Breitbart.com. BLM co-founder blast Biden quote, politicians decided to abandon the movement. Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors, who I'm sure has embezzled tons of money, blasted President Joe Biden in an interview Sunday suggesting that he is failing the movement. She also pressured Secretary of Transportation Pete to fund programs to remove law enforcement from traffic stops. Seems smart. Now let's back up this paragraph here. Um, Again, we've covered extensively Joe Biden's historical and current racism. So they just used them. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude. So now, like, they're real. And all she wants to do, keep in mind, is continue the grift and keep the George Soros money flowing. But in an interview with The Guardian, Color spoke in depth about the death of Tyree Nichols following a police brutality incident with the Memphis police, as well as her cousin, Keenan Anderson's death this month after he was tased in a confrontation with Los Angeles. California police. And and that one the dude was cr- like cracked out of his mind. I don't know if you saw that video or not, but it was it was ridiculously stupid. It, which he was like completely cracked out. Every year families, communities, members, organizers have said this must stop and there's a different way to do this and yet has there has been deep cowardice from officials color said before taking a direct swipe at Biden. It's truly a failure of leadership at the highest level, all the way up to our president. This movement was able to get Joe Biden. No, it wasn't. Uh, election fraud was. Joe Biden into office, and yet in his first State of the Union address, he yelled, fund the police. It's a direct affront to the movement that called for resources out of, poli- out of policing and into social services. Our elected officials have decided to abandon a movement that could have saved lives of the people who have died. Right. Welcome to American politics, biatch. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> and that's all we're going to talk about that. I've, I've had enough of this woman's mouth. Sorry. Well, I watched this thing. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And so speaking of the blatant anti-whiteism, and uh, I'm serious, dude. Man, if you're still making excuses to take your kids to Disney or watch Disney programming or buying Disney products... These people hate your guts. It's ran by absolute nut bar psychopaths. And so uh, this is a tweet from End Wokeness. This is a scene from a Disney Plus kids cartoon called The Proud Family, blatant anti-white propaganda. And this is extremely nauseating. This is a minute and 45 seconds. But I implore you, anybody that's still fooling with these idiots, leave them alone. And you have to vote with your dollars and your eyeballs. Like if, if people reject it, this... That's one component, one extremely necessary component to defeating this, but this is absolutely nauseating, hit it. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First there was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were so Whitey did his thing. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations Pause that. every moment we spend some. Submer- you 
How do you, you earn it off of somebody else's? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense no. whatsoever. Like from a ling- linguistic yeah. standpoint and and, other, and otherwise, you earned reparations from their work. So like, can I can I get my granddad's Purple Heart though? So I guess I earned reparations from the Holocaust. There you have Germany it. Germany better start paying me. So, <clears throat> yeah, this is this is this is disgusting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Merged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built this country. Not only field hands, but carpenters, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhead, Washington. 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We We made made your families rich. From the southern plantation heirs to the northern bankers to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati. The New World Order slaves built this country. We had Tubman, Turner, Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But slaves were men and women, and only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where we become slaves again. As we Pause celebrate that. Jews, uh, public public system feed. So like the the yeah. school to prison pipeline they talk about, dude. This completely and totally negates the normality within black American culture to glorify criminal behavior, mainly through music. Like, think about what I'm telling you, man. Like, and I had this discussion with, with some people a a while back, man, like to, to, and again, pardon me if I've talked about this on here before, but, and, and I'll, I'll spare the disparaging, uh, mispronunciation of his name, but, uh, so many people that I've ever ran across in our age bracket, like, oh, Tupac Shakur. You yeah. have to respect Tupac Shakur. This is a guy that had thug life tattooed mm-hmm. on there. And think about this for a minute, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm ranting and rambling, but the, the Tupac Shakur guy specifically, he's widely respected amongst people our age. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I really, yeah. dude, I don't like rap music. I Like, it makes no sense to me. I've never understood it. So this is the guy that started the East Coast, West Coast feud deal deal with the the Biggie Smalls, yeah. another rapper. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and you may not know, but the Tupac Shakur was from California, and the big Biggie Smalls and the what's the other Puff Daddy guy yeah. were from New York. New York. And so it East Coast, West Coast, and then like people shot each other over this. And so could you imagine if like Sam Cooke, black singer from the 50s and 60s, um, and Chuck Berry, one of the greatest guitar black guitar player of guitar players, arguably in my opinion of all time, shot each other because they were from different towns. Like, yeah. what if Nickelback? <laughs> I actually had this conversation with uh, Devil's Advocate today. Shot um, some other crappy band from the early 2000s. Well, the band Lit yeah. because they were from like. People would be like, what the hell is this? But in black culture, this is accepted because, like, I, I don't know why, but, like, oh. And so when these people think about this, man, like, these people are all upset talking about systemic racism within law enforcement, this, that, and the other. But remember, these are people that celebrate the criminality in in, in rap music that that can t- so if you wear a red rag and I wear a blue and oh I'm a blood and you're a crip yeah. and this isn't keep in mind this is not a real thing this is stuff that was made up in prison that has no real meaning like it isn't, you're wearing a red 
cloth on your head, yeah. like, I'm going to shoot you now. Think about this. Yeah. How stupid is this? Yet, you, this is what you come up with? Like, you're saying that, that black lives are dying because of white people, this, that, and the other. Like, black-on-black -black crime is exponentially higher than white-on-black crime. And, but it's this anti-white dribble. And this is Disney, mind you. Yeah. Dude, so when they talk about gun violence and gun violence statistics, but at the same time, again, celebrate Tupac Shakur. The, kind of one of... Would it be fair for me to say that he was one of the godfathers of the phenomenon and the mentality of this side versus that side on whatever arbitrary means they can think up in their pea brains that you live here and I live there. You're wearing this color. I'm wearing that color. You, you like pasta. I don't like it does like that's how ridiculously again, arbitrary and stupid it is like, but this is what you guys come up with. And this isn't reality. Like you guys refuse to acknowledge reality and the problem continues. Why? Um. Because culturally, the things again, their entertainment, the stuff that 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 uh, they prop up, man, is is steeped in the glorification of criminality. That has nothing to do with us. Like I don't have any idea what y'all got to figure that out on your own. So like, I don't know, man. Like this this is. I think there's like twenty seconds yeah. left, but hit it. I'm, I'm sorry for that, but hit it. Tape for the time. Our account is still outstanding. Cause this country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. And we demand our 40 acres and a mule. That. You can keep the mule. Keep the 40. We're taking our freedom. You're taking your freedom. What does that mean? Like, what freedoms do other people have that you don't? And how is that directly correlated to the cultural phenomenon that I described? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, th like, think about it. Like, uh, the 50 Cent guy, get rich or die trying. Like, yeah. that, dude, that, that mentality isn't just the title. Like, again, so many black males run with that mentality. Get rich or die trying. Like, the gang culture. I, dude, you can watch all these prison shows and how prevalent that is, man. Like, get rich or die trying in gang life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and again, I use this in conversation today and I've used it on here before, but um, Waylon Jennings in the 70s, dude, you know, country, outlaw country, like, uh, uh, ain't living long like this is the name of the song. I look for trouble and I found it, son, straight down the barrel of a lawman's gun. I want to run, but I don't think I can. Make one wrong move and you're a dead man, friend. Yet now they've taken all that a step further and believe that the commission of the crime should not equate to repercussions of any kind. But especially not getting your ass shot off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's The whole thing is extremely frustrating to me to see the duplicity, hypocrisy, and blatant racism. The anti-whiteism is severe. I mean, how does that make you feel watching that? It's disgusting. I mean, is that would I mean? I don't know about no, you. Me, me personally, no. I'm not, I'm talking about. I don't care if it's um, uh, what what's the one thing with the Ice Princess thing or Frozen? Yeah. Is that Disney? Yeah. I think we've talked about this before, dude. I've got boys, and I think Frozen's for females, if I'm not mistaken. But like, dude, there's no Disney anything in my house, and there never will be. Like. That's not allowed here. You can take that nonsense on somewhere with your anti-white as a man, like, disgusting. Like, we're, we're taking our freedom as if. So, 
don't misunderstand what they're saying. Like, oh, we're getting the reparations it's owed to us. Like, they're not saying it's owed to them from yeah. the people back then. They're saying because they they believe that the people here are descendants of the ones that, you know, own yeah. slaves, which is largely untrue, by the way, <clears throat> is that we owe them via the government. Nothing. Which, dude, when, again, statistically speaking, when you look at the amount of uh, social welfare that's taken place, like, how does that, that you, um, mathematically speaking, would have to be a factor in your quote-unquote reparations. Oh, yeah, so you owe us. I, you said it, not me. Like, boom roasted. But we're back on Breitbart. Disney to lay off 7,000 employee as CEO Bob Iger slashes spending amid profitability crisis. Hmm. Why? Let me say that again. Hmm. It's a mystery. <clears throat> the happiest place on earth is swimming in a sea of red ink and pink slips. The Walt Disney Company is, is full of perverts, so don't take your kids there is eliminating 7,000 jobs worldwide or more than 3% of its workforce as CEO Bob Iger aims to slash a stunning $5.5 in spending in an attempt to save the once formidable company. Bob Iger announced the cuts Wednesday during Disney's first quarter earnings report, saying it was not an easy decision to make. Quote, I have enormous respect and appreciation for the dedication of our employees worldwide, he said. While this is necessary to address the challenges we face today, I do not make this decision lightly. Go down. Disney employs around 20, 220,000 people worldwide, meaning the layoffs will impact 3.2% of the company. The layoffs are expected to hit U.S. employees the hardest with the DMED team or Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution bearing the brunt of the cuts. DMED encompasses Disney streaming initiatives, including Disney+. Plus. Oh, so wow. Streaming service. In November, Disney reported that its streaming service lost a mind-boggling $1.5 billion in the fourth God. quarter alone as the company attempted to spend its way into streaming dominance. And That's what did insane. we just say on that last story? That was on the Disney yeah. Plus streaming service. Good riddance, man. Like Disney's layoffs are part of a larger media industry bloodbath that has seen competitors, including Warner Brothers, Discovery, Paramount Global, and Netflix, slash their headcount in the face of weak consumer sentiment brought on by runaway inflation and the prospect of a prolonged economy under President Joe Biden. The layoffs also come after a disastrous 2022 that saw Disney stock plummet 44%, its worst year in nearly five decades. Former CEO Bob Chapek, who was abruptly fired in November on the heels of the last quarterly report, Disney's financial woes come as the company increasingly, embra increasingly embraces transgenderism, critical race theory, and other forms of woke politics into it, and its entertainment aimed at children. We'll leave that one there. Oh, I'm sorry. Time out. As Breitbart News reported, the Disney Plus streaming channel series, The Proud Family, that's what we were just talking about, Louder and Prouder is pushing reparations for slavery, claiming in its latest episode that America was founded on white supremacy and still has not atoned for its racism. Last year, the company picked a political fight with Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida over the state's parental rights and education law, which forbids the teaching of sexuality and gender theory to kindergarten, I'm sorry, to kids in kindergarten through third grade. The disastrous skirmish ended up costing Disney its coveted self-governing status in Orlando. And it's, that's how you what fight back. Shame. Oh, it's beautiful, dude. And uh, let me see here. Where does that put us? That puts us at, uh, and yeah, we're going to try something new this week. Uh, that puts us at this week. 
I can't see the board because I'm in the executive producer seat. This week, an idiot cross-dressing, confused moron, pervert, Democrat, nutjob, wackos. I'm not saying this is going to be a permanent thing, but I thought we'd switch it up today uh, with the song by Five Times August to roll us on into This Week, an idiot cross-dressing, moron, pervert, Democrat, nutjob, wackos. about what you say So you scream Oh please look at me Living through an iPhone TikTok dream Rate me, date me, great me, pay me Begging for attention Boo-hoo, you've gone out of your damn mind, kid Nobody cares about what you do Wanna play the victim Wanna be the hero Looking like a miserable, confused weirdo Think you got it figured out for everybody else When you don't even know yourself All your selfies ain't no revolution They're slowing down our evolution I suppose I need to apologize And if I don't, you hope and wish I'd die Oh, cool, another rule Made up by teenage rebel Who loves big tech, big farm, big gut, big laws Gonna talk about it on their new blog You've gone out of your damn mind I would have added James Gandolfini if they're Gandolfini, but I can't multitask. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Different. <laughs> I'm just used to the other one all the time. Do we need to do that one too? To just just for everybody? He's a fan. What? That that didn't do that. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't. He's a fan. Whoopsie. Okay, something we have a uh, technical difficulty here. Uh, so we're going to start out this evening on, uh, (laughs) (laughs) on Breitbart.com, Ireland to use St. Patrick's Day to promote diversity and drag queens. What is it with the drag queen stuff, dude? It's global. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Ireland is, Ireland is to use its annual St. Patrick's Day celebrations to promote, quote, diversity and drag queens, an official announcement has revealed. Ireland's progressive-leaning arts minister, Catherine Martin, declared on Monday, alongside a number of drag queens, that this year's St. Patrick's Day festival in Ireland will be about celebrating diversity and inclusivity. She also took the opportunity to denounce the growing anti-mass migration protests taking place across the country. With many Irish people taking to the streets over their government's open borders approach toward the current migrant crisis. According to a report, the Irish Independent, the lineup for the festival was announced from Collins Barracks, a former British military installation in the country's capital of Dublin, with parts of the festival being set to focus on progressive and pro-LGBT entertainment, such as drag queens and cabaret performances. And so if you scroll down, there's some really, like, look at that bottom left picture there. How's that make you feel? It's the bulge. fucking losing their minds. Well, I mean, they already have lost them, but it's spreading. Oh, it's definitely contagious. What do you call that? A contagion. It's like a virus. No, it is. I mean, mentally, do people... And when you look at the coercion methods, they use like what we just described, like especially when that's, you know, obviously one reason they're targeting children specifically. So um, go down just a little bit. 
babe. <laughs> Culture Club will host the first ever LGBTQ gay Lee on the main stage with fabulous PJ Kirby. Kirby co okay, and this is what kind of irked me about this. Co-host of the smash hit podcast, I'm Grand Ma'am, ably assisted by an army of drag performers. How is it that this queer, whoever this is, has a smash hit podcast and we only have 30 likes or whatever we have? Re is it reviews? What is yeah. it? Probably reviews. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. Folks, if you've made it this far, Look, it's been a rough three weeks. I had China virus. The least you could do is leave us a five-star rating. That's what I'm talking about, ratings. Yeah. Like, can we get just a fraction of I'm Grand Ma'am, the Smash Hit Gay podcast? Well, I mean, would it be possible? Reverso, come on, yeah, dude. Help I me out here. That'd be nice. I mean, you're, 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 yeah. Get our spirits back up. We're all... Uh, off kilter here. We need something to get us rolling again. Oh, dude, if we don't... Seeing, if, seeing that would be really good. Yeah, if we don't get five five-star reviews by this time next week, I don't know if I'm going to have the energy to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah, mo I mean, My motivation level is... Actually, it's really good. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> but come on, dude. Come on, man. That's on the soundboard somewhere, but I don't know how to find that. But I do know this. You ain't black. So, there's that. Uh, so, yeah, Ireland's going full gay for St. Patrick's Day. No green. It's going to be the rainbow. So what are you going to do for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, not that gay stuff. I have a kid that was born on St. Patrick's Day, and he's redheaded, so. Yeah. Well. And he's a firecracker, believe me. What else? No, oh, yeah, so oh, this is a big Lord. deal this week, too. Yeah. Hey, well, you know what? We had to talk about it. Um, I got a few thoughts on this, too. My wife like listens to this jackass's music all the time. I have never even heard of them. I literally like, and that's why they do this. Like, this is one reason rather that they do this uh, is for notoriety. So, you so you're familiar with some of his I'm, music? Then? I'm not. She does. She listens to it. I don't. Have you never even overheard it though? Like, what kind? Like, you know what what type of music that he that he makes? I guess it's kind of like popish. I guess I don't really know. Is he British? I think he is. Okay, well, hit, let me hit that headline on Breitbart here. What is it? Non-binary pop star Sam Smith performs BDSM devil-themed unholy at the Grammys. Well, I didn't know he was non-binary. I mean, well, I think that part's new. And so I, I have no idea who he is, yeah, but apparently he's gained weight. He does look like a chunker. So pop star Sam Smith, who describes himself as non-binary, performed a BDSM devil themed rendition of his song unholy at the grammys on sunday night complete with red leather suits flames and cartoonish devil horns leading up to sunday's performance sam smith promised that it would likely anger christians it didn't because nobody watched it it had like abysmal terrible ratings um because nobody cares about these clowns anymore and that guy's completely and totally irrelevant and this is the like that's the thing like never heard of him now we're talking about him. he did this for for attention yeah. obviously um and it by and large failed because I still ain't going to listen to his music no. <clears throat> and calls protest at CBS for what he described as satanic imagery. As it turns out, the imagery was just a few items of clothing removed from a Looney, <laughs> Looney Tunes episode. So, and this thing bombed terribly, like go ahead and go down to the uh, dialogue there. As showbiz 411 reported sources said that performers would make a lot of people very upset i guarantee there will be calls to cbs from outraged christians it's like 
or wasn't like, and, and that's one of the things, man, like you have to wonder, man, like we, I don't have to wonder, but like if, if hang on, Smith source said that the singer would be playing Satan. There'll be a lot of devil type stuff, devil worship and pyrotechnics. Like you've never seen. It's over the top and really crazy. If by over the top, the source meant cartoonish, uh, kitschy and cliche, then they would be right. Prior to the format, Sam Smith and Kim Petrus, a man living as a woman, accepted the award for best pop duo group performance. And the has since. And so I guess like Madonna, I was reading, had something to do with uh-huh. this. And like, dude, she got just thrashed because. And we talked about this recently. Like, she was acting like a dog and like oh, eating yeah. food, like dog food out of a bowl with her weird, disgusting, like a deformed face and head. And so, like, she's. <laughs> She like tried to defend herself, like, oh, this guy used like a a fisheye lens thing, like it, it deformed my face. Nah, that's no, not that's it. Because not the thing is, it. we were looking at photos that you posted on Twitter, and your face is absolutely frightening. It's disgusting. Like you're, and that's the thing. You, I don't know, man. Like this guy's trying to be demonic. She definitely and is demonic and looks demonic. Like she looks like she's possessed by the devil. But the, one of the things is, man. Like, um, uh. I, I know people that, that don't believe in God and I just have to wonder, man, like, uh, was it Newton's law or what? Like, I can't remember the theory of relativity for every action. There's equal and opposite reaction. I may have just butchered all that, but again, my dad will let me know, but, uh, it's kind of annoying actually, <laughs> but that's okay. So anyway, there's a reason they they're specifically yeah. attacking Christianity. Very, very specific reason because it's very, it's because it's authentic. So, uh, but yeah, we had to talk about that just because it's in the news, and maybe, uh, maybe Buford, or, uh, yeah, Buford can put a, a hashtag or something in the title. Hashtag Sam Smith. <laughs> hashtag Big Dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I can get away with that because he's never going to listen to this because he doesn't feel good. So, <laughs> oh yeah, here we go again. This guy. This is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Radio. Gotta watch. <laughs> you gotta watch your mouth. So anyway, transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney wears a dress. My wife is even like, is man, this is the one that was at the White yes, House. Yes, yeah, oh, it is with uh, Jim Pisaki. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. I said Jim Pisaki. Uh, look, we're taking a little uh, what creative freedom this evening. So listen, we're we're relaxed. We've been off a few weeks. We sometimes, you know what I mean. Like I and Captain Reverso, obviously. Maybe you're a little bit loose on the self-edit for the evening, but anyway. Yeah, so my wife was disturbed. Like, how can they take a dude and make him look like that? And, like, that's surgical, by the way. Like, they've shaved bones down yes. and did this and plastic surgery. So. Where do they get this money from? Oh, wait, I know most insurance companies pay for that shit. You did it again. Oh, oh. Biological male and radical transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney was seen wearing a dress on the Grammy Awards red carpet on Sunday. Mulvaney, a gay man who recently began claiming he is a transgender woman, was seen striking several poses on the, on the red carpet at the 2023 Grammy Awards. I mean, what, what's he doing there? He has nothing to do with Grammys. You want to watch him do his poses? No, I don't. That's disgusting. Can you let me watch it though? Uh, let me just check it out real quick. Come on. Feel the need. I do. <laughs> the thing is, like, there's no hips whatsoever. It's blatantly a dude. Yeah. Like, women have hips. Like, 
It's actually one of their best features. And it's also one of the most uh, pronounced features that denote that this is a, the yeah. one like you have obviously, which I mean, maybe Sean he can Barry. making, maybe he can have some uh, implants done, oh. but no, yeah, I, he needs to be implanted in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree, but here's, <laughs> here's the thing, dude. I forgot what I was going to say, so don't worry about it. Yeah, so there's that guy floating around. And, like, I have no idea what he does either, like, why he would be there. Well, actually, I do. He would be there because they've beholden themselves to this psycho psycho nonsense. So, oh, here oh that's what somebody says. They're inviting here. anyone nowadays. One Twitter user reacted upon seeing Mulvaney posing as a woman on the red carpet. They go to the comments. They're bound to be rich. Oh, wait, 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 stop. Additionally, Mulvaney's campaign to, quote, normalize the bulge was boosted when President Joe Biden met with him at the White House despite the radical transgender activists having dismissed women's female organs as a... Scroll up or down, because I'm on that very last sentence. This is... I had, I had not seen this before. <laughs> I'm sorry to the people that are older that are listening to this. I apologize for what this pervert's about to say. Or, I'm sorry, this pervert's about to make me say... <clears throat> Despite the radical transgender activists having dismissed women's female organs as a quote Barbie pocket or a Barbie pouch, and like that's the thing, dude. Could you? It's just such a like that's how much of a disgusting and crass person you actually are. Like that embody like if you couldn't tell by the guy mutilating himself and calling himself a woman, like that's that's repugnant. In October, Mulvaney, who is documenting his, quote, transition on the China-owned app TikTok, sat down for an interview with President Biden on Now This News. Quote, Mr. President, this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning, Mulvaney said, to which Biden replied, God, I love it. Of course you I do, you pervert. Oh, definitely. <laughs> do you think... Okay, we're done with that. But, like, but that's the thing. So you have the, the quote-unquote, President of the United States of America, like, giving credence to this he's nonsense. Like, like this, this is how far down we've sunk. He's like, come on, man. Does it really look like a hot dog split open the microwave? <laughs> he probably told him, <laughs> come you on, ain't man. black. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hang on. I would have told him. Well, wait a minute. Get that out of here! <laughs> is what I would have told he him. He got it out of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then this bimbo is next. Uh, Taylor Swift, this is on Breitbart again, stars in music video cuddling bearded, double mastectomy, female to male trans actor. Pop star Taylor Swift cuddles with a transgender individual in her new music video for her song, Lavender Haze. Lythe Ashley, a biological woman who underwent transgender-related life-altering medical interventions to appear as a man, plays Taylor Swift's love interest in her new music video released on Friday. In the video, a bearded Ashley can be seen lying shirtless in a bed, clearly having undergone a double mastectomy. Taylor Swift would obviously never actually interact with this person outside of this attention-grabbing nonsense. That's my word, not theirs. Um... And that's all this is. Ashley took to Instagram on Friday to share images of the images of the music video and purported behind the scenes photos. Thank you at Taylor Swift for allowing me to play a small part in your story. You're a brilliant, and this is an experience I will never forget. It was truly magical, Ashley said in the caption of the Instagram post. And Taylor Swift, which was done after Don Taylor Swift told this person to probably never come around them again. 
because she's done exploiting them for her stupid benefit, and that's that. Do you, do you think that Taylor Swift will interact with this person ever again? Like, they'll uh, hang out. No, so, no, she, no. or do you think she just used this? Yeah, definitely used them. So, she she's, took a mentally deranged and ill person that needs psychological help and manipulated them. By, yeah. Yeah, she looks like a total bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, you're the worst. You're worse than me. You got to quit. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry, uh, Buford. That one did slip. Um, What's next? Okay, this is this will be the... Uh, I think this is the last one we got. So this is the last thing we got. Um, I haven't seen this either. Um, I watched I, it. It's from Libs. You did? Yeah. It's from Libs of TikTok. It, it, it delivers, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. So... We um, saw it before. I mean, not this particular one, but we saw where the teachers have done this before. Okay. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Greatly appreciate you all. Please leave us a rating. You can find us online at bcblpodcast.com. Email us, info at bcblpodcast.com. And True Social at Blue Collar Blacklisted. And, again, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And this is Teacher Suggest Students to Pledge Allegiance. That we, may talk, we may have to talk about this. I don't know. Hit it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, okay. So that she had overlaid words, or it had overlaid words, saying this is the students on the first day realizing there's not an American flag and now they're saying them saying the pledge to the pride flag anyway and that dude this person can't be more than 20 years old yeah. has no business at all teaching kids in any capacity and just like i said earlier about the perverted people dig in their phone and see what they've had deleted i guarantee you you won't like what you'll find and it'll most likely be illegal and there won't be no loss they ain't worth a toss about time they all drop dead take them all